Mango Mustache Media. another episode of One Word Stories. I'm your host, Alex Schulte. This is the show where we take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. It's going to be a really fun episode today. You saw the name that's on there. I'm saving the name for effect. Okay, I know you read it already, but I'm not going to say it yet. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. We're on the fourth floor of Theater Cedar Rapids in the Dave Schmolt Creative Suite. I know it's a mouthful, but it's just fun to say. Dave Schmolt, he was the best. Rest in peace, my brother. Yo, so today we're going to be talking about um, um, some really cool stuff. I've got a word coming up, but before I get into that, I really want to tell you about this really fantastic, amazing service that will just change your life. That rash you have, gone. That anxiety in your brain, done. Those bad relationships you have with relatives, over. All you have to do is subscribe to LAS+. Plus. Asterisk, none of that As- is true. Big old asterisk at the bottom. Right. That was just for effect. But other good stuff. But you will get ad-free episodes. You will get bonus content like the LA, uh, the One Word Stories post show, which is an exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. Also, you're going to get access to exclusive merch, discounts at live shows, and you're supporting local in a way that's never been done before. But I'm done. Go and subscribe. Thank you so much. $10 a month. That's awesome. But I'm done. I'm done now. I promise I'm done now. Today... My guest is drummer for the Pork Tornadoes, host of the number one movie-reviewing podcast in the country right now, the Confused Breakfast Podcast, and real estate mogul, and bearded legend, and he shares the same last name as me. He's giving me another aunt. Is there a thing I'm missing? Cat dad. And he's the dad of cats. It's Mike Schulte. Mike Schulte. Hi. Thank you so much for saying uh, yes. I mean, well, I was in the area. Yeah, just, I was going to the Enrique Iglesias concert downtown. <laughs> so, and in you all, pulled me off the street, said, quick podcast. In all transparency, we're recording this at 8 p.m. on February 6th, Sunday. And outside, there's a Gabriel Iglesias. I parked 20 blocks away. I parked in front of KCRG all the way down the street. It's, yeah. The parking is terrible. The, I'm the, further. The entire state of Iowa is downtown Cedar yep. Rapids right now. Sunday night, I don't want to do anything on a Sunday night. What is happening? Well, I don't know. How is... You know you're a, a you've made it when you can sell it a crowd on Sunday night. Well, do you even know? I don't, I know nothing about. I I know exactly who he is, but I've never once you, listened to him really or heard anything of him. You never uh, were watching Comedy Central at two a.m. No. in two thousand five. You know how every every comedian's kind of got their thing, like Burt Kreischer, who we'll yep. probably talk about later. It's oh, it's the machine. What is yep. his? What yep. is Gabriel Iglesias? He, he does voices. He does okay. he does good character voices, um, and he talks about his weight in a really fun okay. way. That's, okay. that's pretty accessible. Does he have like really like he kind of bugs out his eyes. He gets really excited. Am I thinking? Yeah, of he the does. Same guy? No, no, yeah, yeah. He's like, him. oh my god, I'm yelling funny stuff. I mean, you just described <laughs> most comedians, <laughs> so that doesn't narrow it down at all. I had somebody tell me the other day, they're like, yeah, your podcast, like you guys are like the funniest guys I've ever heard. I'm like, no, we're not. Right? You're like, you I haven't not, heard anybody then, have you? I'm not a comedian. I just guys, I have good content to make jokes about. But your con your content is premium, dude. Like I, I try the, to. the stuff you've been making is incredible, and we're going to talk yes, about it course, today. Of course, we're going back in time though. We have to okay, start at the okay. end till we get to the beginning. We're going to start with who is Mike Schultz in 2022 we're going to work our way back through your stories using the word today which i'm about uh-huh. to get to and and then we're going to get back to you know what did Easy. you want to be when you grew up which don't tell me yet <laughs> did you say what did you want to be when you grew up yeah don't I, say that's it. hard no that's I, hard to to remember yeah like for me it was like red power ranger okay you know so i got stuff batman we'll get there you know but maybe yours was like <laughs> a cafeteria Pod- yeah person. in 1986 i was like i want to be a podcaster well, holy shit it all came full circle <laughs> I'm so happy for you, Mike. Because that was a thing. That was yeah. right, right. There's this thing that's going to exist called podcasts, and, and I the want internet, it. and yep. a lot of cool things are going to exist. That this I know is of. this is actually kind of on brand for you because you do have somewhat of a crystal ball of seeing the future and seeing mm-hmm. what to do with trends and whatnot. But that all comes back to this word. Let's introduce it. Al Becker, help me out. Today's episode is brought to you by the word hustle. 
Yeah, you, you have a lot of hustle in you. So, but hustle's not the same thing as knowing what to do. True. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel think like, it is. I feel like you know what's coming because you hustle and and try to know what's going on. I don't know. It's you. You spend so much time making sure you're intertwined in our community and what's popular. But I think I'm just. Please, I think I'm just scared to fail. Please correct me. If if I'm gonna put time into something, why would I? Why would I do it? Can, can I swear? Oh can yeah, I, you can fucking swear. Okay, swear. fucking swear. Why would I do anything half-assed? That, not that that's a swear word, but why would I do anything <laughs> half ass? Can I say the A word? Can Alex? I say the half ass word? Yeah. Uh, no, like, think about it. If you're going to put time into something, yeah. your energies, your time, your, your constant thoughts of something, why, why not go all the way? I totally and, get it. But nobody does. The ones who rise to the top and the ones who remain for a decade at a time, okay. those are the ones that do. Yeah, right. but, but yes, I, I totally agree. The majority of people do not do that. You most know, it's, po- it, yeah. I was going to say, most podcasts don't last past That's seven episodes. Thing. That is the thing. I mean, if you think about podcasts right now, probably the most important medium in the world right now, there are, I think there are more podcasts than there are bands. In the world. <laughs> That's without a doubt, right? <laughs> 100%, right? You know. So, in fact, people that are listening to this right now are like, you clearly like podcasts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the thing about it is there's so many, and you'll just, I'll randomly just find one and, like, just search something. And be like, I'm going to check out. I don't even know who these people are. I'm going to listen to it. And nine times out of ten, it is terrible quality. It yep. is, there is no rhyme or reason to it. And then sure is, sure enough, like you said, they did five episodes mm-hmm. over the course of eight months yep. and there hasn't been one in three months. And that, <laughs> right. And they never gave you any, any, uh, inkling that they were going to be ending the show. It's just kind of gone. We just stopped doing that. Um, so, so, but there is a drive, a hustle that comes with staying on the air and yep. whether that's internal or external, whether that comes from the people you surround yourself with, or that's just a drive that you were born with, whatever, you got it. I, you, you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. You, you, the Pork Tornadoes have been the number one local band in Iowa for seven I'd say, years? I'd say, yeah, six, seven years ago is maybe where I felt a weird change happen in that band where things were like, oh, this is different now. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and okay, I gotta have myself here. Let's go. Let's back up. Okay. I want to go to today. 2022, let's start there. Who is Mike Schulte? In 2022, post-pandemic, oh, well, <laughs> well. Po- post, you know, we're, we're in the pandemic still. Yeah. But um, it's different, I guess. It, but uh, who are you right now? I think, I think who I am right now is a guy who is figuring out who he is right now. Because really? so, I, was very, I was very like, this is who I am, probably f- f- since age, let's just say 20. I'm like, I know who I am, and I've stayed on that course. But the, I think 2020 and 2021 were the two of the hardest years I've ever been through in my soon-to-be 40 years of life. Yeah. And it, it significantly changed who I am, I think. And really? so now I'm like, I know who I am, and I know what I like to do, but am I, is this the path I want to stay on? I am super surprised to hear that. You think so? Absolutely. Why, though? Because you have all these things going for you. It's like, well, like I said, the crystal ball, you know exactly what's next for you. It's surprising to me that you're still figuring it out. I guess that's so human of you. I love that. There, there's your hustle again, right? Because if, 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 you, if you ever, I think Tupac said it, if you, and actually, unfortunately, I think this was the slogan of Nubo Evolve, but I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it's why they called it Nubo Evolve, oh, is that man. if you're not evolving, you're dying. Yeah. And so, like, too many people will look at some rung of success. Let's just call it, let, let's, let's put it into the, which, what do you want to do, music or podcast right now? Podcast. Okay, so let's put it in the podcast world. You have a podcast, and your goal is to get 100 downloads on an, on an episode. Right. Like, you're like, oh, cool. And right. let's say you get there. Yep. And then you go, we did it. Right, right. We are happy with this success, and we will just we will just not change anything and not improve because we're good. Yeah, you're not. You will then go right back down. Right. You've hit the peak of the mountain, and you will go down, dude. And that's that's so funny because that's where I'm at right now. Like, yeah, I just hit a hundred downloads on my episodes. Yes, and now it's like, oh, what do I do to make this bigger? Yes, how do I make and this no, better? So then you have a hustle in you too because I I've never I'm finally convinced. That anything I do and any goal I set, I will never be happy about it. Yeah. Which is very sad. (laughs) That is very sad because, for instance, uh, Confused Breakfast Podcast Mm -hmm. just hit um, 250,000 followers on TikTok. Nuts. Which is insanity, right? Insane. But then I'm like, 
But then, like, you know, in the last couple of weeks, some, some uh, you know, things trend. They roller coaster a little bit. Sure. Views went down a little bit, and I'm going, oh, that's it. Well, we, we, we're never going to do any better. This is terrible. I can't believe it. We're, a fa- we're failed. Yep. What a failed TikTok. What a failed life. <laughs> no, that's how, but that's how my that's, brain that's works, brain. which then cycles into, like, well, what do I need to do to, to, to take it to the next level? Why do you think that is for you? I'm, I think I'm scared of, uh, of failing. Where does that come from? I don't know. What? I, Did you fail really badly I, in life at some point that like now you're like, oh, I can't ever let that happen again? Um, no, I don't think I don't think so. Uh, I just think I really again, if you're putting your time and efforts into something, why not do it the best you possibly can, and why not try to make something unbelievably special? So you it? have this, so you have such a positive look on all this stuff, but it, I, I, it's so weird because I feel like your motivation comes from something so negative. Uh, uh, yeah, it's and probably if we're if we're having a therapy session, which apparently we are, I oh, think I'm I, sorry. I think I subconsciously want to be accepted uh, as like, wow, yeah. wow, look how great, look how great that guy is. Yeah, and that's sad. That's even sadder. Like I'm making myself sad doing this podcast with you. But for the record, I think that's been accomplished. I think this <laughs> this community does see how great you are, and because y- y- I'm not trying to blow smoke here, but okay. but. Yes, you're talented. Yes, you know what to do with social media. Yes, you know how to get yourself out there. But you genuinely care about this community. I do. Yeah. You and you show you show up to shows. You support the community. You you put your money right. where your mouth is. It's not just hey, I'm local, so you mm. should support me. You know. But, mean, and that, that's the same thing we're trying to do here at the podcast network. It's like you can say you're local. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta actually be local. You, you have to give back. Yeah. And you do that. I try to. Maybe that's maybe that's where things are different now. Uh, you know, you're asking me who I am now. Is I've I've put a lot of efforts into some things. Like you know, we've had I I for some reason felt that I was supposed to be the one to rally the Cedar Rapids music scene together and you to be like, did no, I didn't. I yes, didn't. you did. Well, I tried and it didn't work. You know why? Because people didn't want it. People people don't want. They did for a bit. Some people did. That, that Cedar Rapids music scene Facebook page was blown up for a while. For a little bit. And then ultimately what happens is uh, somebody sees someone with, like with some success, I guess, right, whatever, then trying to do something. Then I'd get these questions of like, well, what's in it for you? Why are you doing this? Like, what, what is it? Like, what is it? And I genuinely did still, say I want to help. It's the loud minority, though. Right. Well, no, the loud minority, like you just said, the loud minority will always be something that you focus on. You're not hearing. Like, I didn't, I didn't message you once about how much I appreciated that group. Okay, you, yeah. You know what I mean? You never heard from me no, about me being like, this is a cool thing for our community. You didn't hear from the right. hundreds of people that were like, this is the shit. You only heard from the assholes who are like, this sucks. Well, and you know, then I launched my podcast with, with two one-star reviews right off the bat. That was the first <laughs> reviews I got. I told Logan that someone out there, and I hope they're listening. I doubt they are, but someone just really hates someone in your organization I know. to like two know. unbelievable levels to where they're Dude. like they're like oh new show they just uh no it's the called one word story school one star one star <laughs> fuck you but but that's Thanks. that is the life that that you live in if you're in some sort of spotlight thing and if you want to put yourself out there and try to do good again i tried to help out for years past with like uptown friday nights I kept trying to I be like I didn't know if Uptown Friday Nights was going to come up today. Well, then let's talk about it. I well, kept I kept trying to insert. I didn't want to be a member of the JCs. I don't have time, but I genuinely care about the entertainment in our city yep. and the the fun factor of For it. For our listeners who don't know what Uptown yeah. Friday Nights is, what is it? Uptown Friday Nights is a long. I mean, what are we talking? 25, 30 year outstanding tradition where Friday nights in the summer, there's local bands and people just would come from work. Have some outdoor beers in the summer, mm-hmm. mingle with people around town, mm-hmm. have something fun to do, funnel some money into the community, and then go home. And then we're not going to say any names here right. on the podcast, right. but, but eventually it um, imploded. It, it yeah, some some there are some great people at the JCs. Uh, even like you know yeah, so th- there's some amazing people that just unfortunately maybe put some power into other people's hands. It. But it's fine. It's whatever things again. Right. Things have to evolve. But you care. You know, I do care. And you were a part of it, and you didn't care about it because it was making the pork tornadoes more famous. We weren't, we weren't playing. We weren't ever going to play. You were just like, this community needs this. Yes. So, not to get too off, far okay. off track of hustle here, right. which I feel like we're doing let's go, very let's, let's go away from all let's, this. Uh, let's let's put back. ourselves back on this train okay. track here. Where does the hustle come from to to want to work for the, your community so much? No, there's, I don't think that... 
I don't think that pertains. I don't think like when I think of hustle, I think of things that I want to create that I want to be successful. So in the side aspect of just wanting your community to be awesome, is is that is that a, a, a hustle for me to want to reach out and go, hey, I've got some really great recommendations of bands. Yes. Is that a hustle? I, I mean, if you're asking me, yes. I, but guess, I guess so. I, I'm not the Noel tell-all. Hustle, hustle to me is spending more time than anyone else at something. Lapping everybody on the couch. Completely. Right? Oh, that's lovely. It's Hustle is spending more yes. time than anybody else on something. I will. You can have all the God-given talent you want. Yeah. But you got to work harder and than see, the next guy. And see, I don't think that I do. I think I'm... I think I'm the hundredth best drummer in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> I think I think I'm the sixty seventh best podcaster in Cedar Rapids. I legitimately <laughs> that's do not. Oh, so not true. No, but I don't think. But, that, but that's hilarious. But so. I will if you're if you're a drummer and I'm a drummer and you have you're the number one best drummer in town and I'm the one hundredth. I will outwork you right. every single day. And that's the story. In, in other ways, I, I will never be better than you at drums, but I will outwork you in every possible way that I can to to obtain a better status than you, you know? And again, we I'm gonna get back to you here. But but this this that is a lesson, right? Yeah. Like you can work on your talent as much as possible, but the business of it is just yeah. as important. I, I don't think there's if you think about the best podcasts or bands or actors or movies, I I don't think always the best ones are the ones that are the most successful. Interesting. Yes. The people that work the hardest right. or that or that are genuine in who they are. Yep. Uh, you know, yeah, again, I, I don't think, like, I don't truthfully think my podcast is the best podcast out there, but with what I have, with how hard I want to work, mm-hmm. with the people that I chose to surround myself with. Oh, yeah, those guys are great. AJ and Sean, I mean, of course, this this is not a, a by chance thing. This is me thinking long and hard about who would be the two perfect people for me to do this with. Yep. And that will want to give this the same amount of energy I am. Yep. So I'm, I'm thinking about this a long time ago. I'm not just going, hey, we should just be in a podcast together. Which is how 99% of podcasts start. Of course it is. Hey, you hey we, have co- we have cool conversations. Right. We should record should, this. Should we, re- we should just do long form for seven hours right. and right. just see what happens. Which is a great idea it for is. anybody. <laughs> and, but it, you got to structure it. So let's go. I want to hear how the pandemic was. You said yeah. that the pandemic was one or two of the hardest years of your oh, life. Yeah. Why is that? My personality is I wanna I wanna do fun thing. I wanna play music and get out there and have that fun aspect of my life. I wanna travel, I wanna hang out with friends, I wanna do fun things. Yeah. That is that has been my life. And then all of a sudden all of the things that all of the things that keep me sane went away. All at once, right? All your medicine. All, all my medicine went away at once. That's and how and I, felt I did about it too. I did okay. I like I really then immersed myself further into hustling for like the band. I go, okay, the band's gone, mm. but what what can we do that makes us that sets us apart from every other band out there? The 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 other bands that just said, well, this will be over in a couple months, and then we'll be right back to the shows. Mm-hmm. I said, nah, mm-hmm. I said we're gonna live stream every weekend. We're gonna do special things. We're gonna do this, and we're gonna do that, and we're gonna put on this raise money for charity live stream, like, like all that stuff was my creative brain finding an outlet. And while that's good for the community, yeah. it also helped your mental health. It, it did. It totally did. It's in completely fact, necessary. That is how the Confused Breakfast came about, is that I'm sitting here, we've made it six, seven months, this pandemic's like, oh, God, when are we ever going to play shows again? And I started to fall. That's when a, a little bit of a de- depression creeped in, going, is, is the, the way, world ever going to get back to normal kind are, of a thing? Are you playing a show soon? Uh, yeah, I am playing the show soon. Yes. <laughs> what? No Actually, way. Actually, yeah, I think people have probably heard about it on your show. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to hear about it when we're after True yeah. Love and Two Lies here in a bit. Actually, but do a quick plug. February 26th, Paramount Theater, the beautiful Paramount Theater. Yeah. Uh, we're doing something. We we always try to again. We don't try to put on the same show. We're we're doing we're coming up on our 15th year anniversary of being a band, which is insanity. That's nuts. Yeah. in many different forms. So we're going to kind of honor that. The whole first set is going to be a history of the band, where it's going to like there's going to be a guided like narration of introducing how the band started, and then oh. we'll play songs, and then so and so left, replaced by said person, then we'll play songs, and then so and so the left. genesis yes. of the pork tornado. Yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be really cool, and and I I'm just pretty excited about it. I'm super excited too, you know. Because yes, we have been missing out on that for years yeah. now. Our and last our last show in 2020 before things got weird was the Paramount Theater 
in 29 or 2020, early 2020. I was there. Yeah, that was that, that's still to this day probably my favorite show that I've ever played in my entire life. Dude, you guys rocked. And that, it was insane. And, and like not to take any credit away from you, that crowd was awesome. It was awesome. That crowd was awesome. Yes. And there's this uh, circular if you've never played in a band before, there's this circular flow of energy where you put out good energy the crowd returns it to you yep. that amps you up even more which means you're going to play even harder and better which amps the crowd and up even more now we're getting to some spiritual it's shit insane. You, d- you know your your uh, your aura is vibrating yeah. with my aura yeah we were one real thing, the, the inside of the paramount theater that night was like one creative energy so um going back a little bit further how was it in march of 2020 when the world ended for you oh it was it was insanity uh, what we, what got interrupted yeah what what happened we you? played we played that show uh, at the end of february in 2020 and we're like oh this is so great summer's booked look at this massive amount of sh- cool shows we're going to play this is shaping up to be our biggest year we were supposed to play a private party in long beach california wow and we were we were going to fly out on a Sunday morning. It was Saturday night. The whole band came over to my house to grab some last-minute stuff, pack our bags and stuff, and we got a call that night, don't come, we're canceling. We're can- it was a giant conference yeah. that we were going to be this entertainment for, and they said, we are canceling. It, the night before everyone's going to arrive, the whole conference is canceled. At that point, did you have any idea what it was going to be like? No, you've been, you've been hearing, you'd been hearing about coronavirus but there was nothing in the united states at this point that we knew of and so we're just going oh really mm-hmm. it, it made us it made us go uh-oh like this is kind of, of a big deal but also <laughs> they're gonna regret that that's the worst decision they could have ever made <laughs> right. jeez right and sure enough then right. it then it, yeah we never we didn't play another show again until august we did a few random outdoor things and it was yeah, just like could. it was it was terrible you know it was just the worst there was there's the, nothing no social distancing concerts they are the substitute because we don't no. have we didn't have any other exactly. option but but it's not the same no it's completely not the same none of it was the same yeah and and yeah so then again that's how we got into the end of that year and that's how the confused breakfast started which kind of brought me out of it helped me with my creative energies but then you know, then life gets in the way. Things happen. Like it was just life's never. Life hasn't felt normal since that show was canceled in the beginning of March 2020. You know, things haven't felt uh, steady in any way. Yeah. Until I you know agree. things are maybe starting to feel that way. I don't know, but they're starting the world's just to, different now. But it know? is, yeah. and I don't know if it's ever going to be the same. Nope. Actually, I know it's never going to be the same. Is this the story, you know, like we all tell the September 11th stories? Exactly. I, no, think, yes. I think in 20 years we're all going to be like, wait, what was, remember COVID? Remember what, right. what happened for you and how weird was that? Yeah. Did yeah. you did you sanitize your packages when they arrived? Yeah, right. me too. Wow, it was weird. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's This might be, um, it's going to be triggering for people, I think. It's in a weird way talking about pre-COVID. Yeah. Because I think talking about pre-COVID for people is like, what the hell? How was the world like that before? So I'm really excited to hear how your life was when the world was normal. Yeah. But I want to get to that next. Okay. After we play one of my favorite games. Let's do it, man. True Love and Two Lies. Brought to you by Ginsburg Jewelers. Yes! Love is in the air. Mike, I've got three stories for you. Two of them are fake. I wrote them before you got here. The other one, very real, very beautiful, and they even got their ring from Ginsburg Jewelers, but that won't be a part of the story because that would give it away. Yeah. So, uh, uh, this is sponsored by Ginsburg Jewelers. They share a parking lot with Poncheros. They're on First Avenue across from Lindale Mall at the Marketplace on First Shopping Center. The Marketplace on First Shopping Center. You don't even have to say, like, what it is. Everyone knows where that is. I, like, I, it's, you're absolutely right. It's just right. It's, oh, it's, the place in the parking lot with Pontero. Right. It's right next to Red Robin. Yeah. I, I know oh, where that that's place. at. Yes. Where the uh, fountain was that people used to put, like, laundry detergent in, and it would yes. foam everywhere. Oh, is that real? Yeah, of course. So I, I really wanted to bring that up last week, but yes, absolutely. That's the one. Everyone knows. I didn't know that. <laughs> For the musicians listening, Guitar Center. You know? <laughs> right, Guitar Center's right, right there. there. Dick Sporting Goods. Um, but Ginsburg Jewelers, they're incredible. Steve and his team, they're going to take such great care of you. Um, I will someday be getting my ring from there. I've always Ooh. known that. <laughs> not to get into it. That's not. <laughs> I waited five Don't years. Don't pressure me. I'm at seven. I was Okay, then, yeah. So, wow, well, five was a lot. It's getting about time. <laughs> and when you do it, you can get 10% off. Thank you, Logan. Yes, if you... <laughs> 
Logan's like, don't fucking forget to say this. So um, um, literally, if you walk in and you say, hey, I heard about you guys from the LAS Podcast Network or Alex over at One Word Stories, they're going to give you 10% off of your order. Okay, yep. so go in, get that huge discount. Um, and and the, the thing that they really focus on is that their jewelry is telling a story because your story, which is incredible, like the stories you're about to hear in a second, it's all a part of it. The experience, maybe you go in with your partner to find that ring. Maybe uh, maybe you want to surprise them. And then, you know, maybe there's a placeholder ring. There's all these different stories that you can do. And whatever it is, Steve and the team over at Ginsburg Jewelers is going to help you out with that. Also, we're going to ask Steve when you go in say, hey, Steve, what's the proper pronunciation of jewelry? Jewelry. Because some people say jeweler, like realtor. Ju- jewelry. Jewelry. I was going to say realtor. Re- realtor. I thought it was real tour. <laughs> That's what it, the, it is real tour. Right? Yeah. It's real tour. So I, I also think it's jewelry. Real tour sounds like a fantasy creature to it's, me. It's pretty bad. Ah, it's a real tour. <laughs> as opposed to a fake tour. <laughs> I didn't even think As opposed to the fake tour. No, that's a real tour. Let me tell you. But yes, tell your story through jewelry. Tell your story through jewelry. Now I have three stories for yep. you, Mike Schulte. Easy. Um, um, I, I'm, two. I'm curious two, to see. Two's the fake. Two's the real one. Two are fake. Okay. Yep. Uh, I just have to find. No, it I'm already I... making the guess. Two is the real one. Oh, this, you're saying already yep. the second is the fake one. Yep. I love that. Wait, I'm picking fake or real? You're picking real. Okay, then yeah, two is real. Oh, two is yeah, real. Yeah. Okay, I'm so confused. <laughs> I think we're on the same page now. All right, here is story number one. So my wife and I are actually immigrants from Canada. Her favorite food in the entire world is Canadian poutine. I always knew in a funny sort of way that I wanted to propose in some way that involved her favorite food. So there's a local restaurant called Map Room, actually, that has some of the best poutine in Cedar Rapids. I don't know if anybody can touch the original in Canada, but this comes pretty close. So one day I told her that we were going to get her favorite food at a local place, and she immediately knew that we were going to go and get some poutine. We went to the restaurant, and the staff helped me out so much making this happen. We went to their back patio. There were flowers, roses, music. It was perfect. She followed the flowers to the end of this path, and there was a little note that said, Would you mind poutine this ring on your finger? She said yes, and we've been married for five amazing years. That's story number one. What's your, uh, what are your spidey senses telling you? Uh, that's real. That one's the real. Wait, one. hold on. There, I, there's one real and two fake. One real. Oh, there's then that's two, definitely fake. Two fake. Oh, that's, that's definitely, definitely fake. fake. Yeah. Why? It is. Because you had. Because you write the fake ones, right? Maybe. Okay, then yeah. There was too much of your influence on that one. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're not We're right. We're gonna find Mike. out. We're gonna find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Story number two. <sighs> So before my wife and I got engaged, we actually been dating for three years. I remember we were doing some Christmas shopping because we were at Westdale Mall. We were in the car coming home on Edgewood Road, crossing the river on the bridge. Well, we were talking about a friend of ours who had recently gotten engaged and just kind of came up and my wife says, why don't we get engaged? And I said, well, will you marry me? And she said, I will. And even though it's not the most dramatic proposal story, we are coming up on our 40th anniversary in August. Yeah, that's the real one. Shut like up. I said before we even started, Mike, I said two no, was real. You were no, Mike. You're you could be wrong. Nope. Okay. It sounds like someone else wrote that, and you were struggling to like read their their grammar or maybe their punctuation. Uh, for the record, <laughs> I write all of them. Right. I was gonna I was gonna jump in here and defend Alex and say he actually writes transcribes all of them. He gets them. Okay. So it still sounds like so me. So you just have trouble speaking sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? What, I don't, it doesn't I, matter. I actually. Continue. So um, <laughs> the funny thing is when I wrote these, I did it from like speak to text. Yeah. So there's definitely some typos in all three of these stories oh, okay. for the record. Story number three. So my husband and I are actually from Cedar Rapids. Neither of us have ever been out of the state of Iowa. So it has always been a huge dream of ours to go to New York City. We wanted to go to the Rockefeller Center, skate in the ice rink, and we've always wanted to see the the lighting of the Christmas tree. So finally, after saving up money for two years, we had enough money to go to NYC. We were skating on the ice. I'm a terrible skater, by the way, but my wife was extremely patient with me. As you would have guessed, at one point, I did fall right on my ass and got the air knocked out of me. And when she came down to see if I was okay, I don't know what happened, but I just knew that this was the moment. I pulled the ring out of my pocket, Luckily, it was unharmed from my clumsiness. I proposed, 
She said yes, and I've never skated again. No, that's I've seen that. That's a Hallmark Christmas movie. So, yeah, that's fake. You know what? Okay, <laughs> for real, though, with all the love stories I write, I think Hallmark should maybe give me a call. I wrote one, like, five years ago. I did the generic, like, this is every Hallmark Christmas movie. And, like, I think somebody should have picked it up. I, it's, it was really good. I bet it was. I spent because 30 I, seconds on it, and it was it was better than most. Tell me one Hallmark movie you've seen, and you didn't go, I could do something better than that. <laughs> yeah. Every single one. Yeah. You're like, I, why don't I become a writer? But then you try to write, and you just fall right into those tropes. Right. Completely. Right. And the answer is because you didn't write. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, they wrote it because they did it. Yes. It's like, I, this, this top 40 music, I could write a better song <laughs> than that. Then do it. Yeah, then do it. Okay, I whip my hair back and forth. I went, yeah, you could have written that, but you don't. But you, you didn't. didn't. You didn't. You didn't what? hustle hard enough. You to didn't write that. hustle hard enough, yeah. Mike. Yep. All right, I'm going to reveal the number. Uh, the 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 real one. The real one. It's two. Is that your final yeah. answer? Are you oh, sure? Yeah. Are yeah. you 100? percent 100. percent Before we got engaged, my wife and I had been dating for over three years, and I remember it was during the holiday season. Uh, because we'd been at Westdale Mall uh, shopping and I remember we were driving back on Edgewood Road and we're actually <laughs> crossing the Cedar River on the bridge uh, when the proposal occurred and we had been talking about how friends of ours had recently gotten engaged and so I said well maybe maybe we should get engaged and my wife said well maybe we should get engaged and I said well would you marry me and she said yes I will and even though it wasn't a dramatic proposal, uh, we will be celebrating our 40 years of marriage this August. So you were wrong. It was the Rockefeller one. The real one? I thought I said no, that. No, you're right. You were right. You were right. Yes, you were right. It was. That was my Uncle Brian. Nice. And now that I'm thinking about it, I really should have gotten my Uncle Mike Schulte to send it his yeah. story. Because my I have an uncle named Mike Schulte. Which is weird. Which is so funny. Yep. Right? You and my dad used to joke that you were like brothers or something or? your dad so your dad came one day to high, like i was a senior in high school and it was like a career day thing yeah and he came to give a speech about like get, get in the radio business or whatever <laughs> nobody's goes, doing it. we gotta convince these kids he I'll, I'll never forget it he goes hey everybody my name is scott schulte i was like dad and he goes <laughs> he goes son not right now like <laughs> like it was just like that it was an immediate response yeah. so i bring it up to him every time and he's like oh yeah i remember that he doesn't remember there's nothing that. better than a yes and person yeah, yes right <laughs> yes yes that's funny because my dad and i talked when i had him on the show we talked the word for us was yes, yes of yeah. course um yes that was my uncle brian thank you uncle brian awesome. and aunt patty for sharing your story with us mike you were right and thank you so much to steve and the team over at ginsburg jewelers on first avenue right next to that fountain that i guess some people put yep. laundry detergent in sometime and this is not me telling you to go do that you really shouldn't do that you did not hear that here nope they're at the marketplace on first shopping center in the freestanding building near Red Robin Restaurant in the same parking lot as Poncheros. Go check out Steve at Ginsburg Jewelers and let them know that I sent you so you can get 10% off of your next order. We're going to take a break. Yeah. Mike, I'm really excited to hear what your life was like before the pandemic. Okay. That's, that's what I want to dive down here until we get back to the beginning, until you were just a yeah, man. twinkle in your dad's eye. I'm ready. Um, um, we'll be back in two minutes. Stay with us. I'm here with Mike Schulte. This is One Word Stories. Welcome on back to the second half of One Word Stories with Mike Schulte. I'm Alex Schulte, your host. Mike Schulte is my guest, and we are talking about the word hustle. Mm -hmm. Hustle. Hustle, yeah. Hustle. 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 We're talking hustle. Um, there, there, I feel bad. I feel like I skipped over something that I really want to touch on okay. before we actually move back and go through the rest of your story. Okay. This is something I'm very curious about. Yeah. How the hell did you start the Confused Breakfast podcast? Well, again, like I was telling you, it was a it was a need for creative output. 
You know, like right. I had been doing a few. Uh, the Pork Tornadoes has a podcast that we update like once every six months, just because it's Wait. really hard for us to get together. You do? Oh, it's amazing. There's I like didn't know there's that. like 15 episodes, and it is us either before, right before we go on stage, or right after we come off stage, drinking heavily and telling funny stories about gigs that have happened to us. That's hilarious. It's it's great. It's called Pretty Cool the Pork Tornadoes. So I'll do that. That was the first one I ever started. Then I, I started the Cedar Rapids Music Scene Podcast, which is now called the Iowa Music Podcast, yeah. which has ceased to be, but they're all still available. If you want to listen to any cool conversations with musicians in the area and you want to hear some unsolicited advice that people hate me for giving about, <laughs> about how to try to make your band better, then definitely please go listen to that. But So I'd, I'd been doing it, and I love the medium of podcasting, but I knew I needed – I finally wanted to make something that wasn't – just a local based thing that that could 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 spread and could could go elsewhere so i said yeah. oh yeah. yeah you know classic movies 80s and 90s hell yeah i had made i was thinking about making a youtube video of uh why the mighty ducks is a terrible movie shut up and call. i can't no well listen to- <laughs> by the way i did go back and no it's not great but no. it is nostalgic as hell but, but that is what my idea became was like why don't we talk classic movies that you loved and try to strip away the nostalgia and try to say, okay, yes, oh. I, yes, this is the, the Three Ninjas was the best movie I've ever seen when I was nine years old. However, I'm 40 now. <laughs> yeah. I want to go watch it and try to strip that nostalgia away. So uh, that, that was the idea. How I dare had. you? Yeah. People, people love and hate it. How dare you? I had the idea. And then I, of course, like I said, after much thinking of how I wanted this to work, I, I, I got AJ Vans and Sean Pryor to join me on this venture and we said let's give it a try and sure enough two like, very cool dudes that I need to have on my show at some yeah, point yeah they're, well. they're both fantastic people and and I couldn't we'll get into this later with pork tornadoes but everything that I do I can't do by myself and it's hustling to find your the right people that can compliment you to help you get somewhere with this, right? That's it's that's realizing that such too. insight. It's realizing that you can't do this yourself. That's the maturity of yes. it, right? Is like, yes, I do have, a, I do know what I'm yeah. doing here. Of course, I've got a vision for this, yeah. but there's no freaking I, way no. that I'm doing this on my own. And it was the luck of finding two dudes that can perfectly complement this podcast. And so, you know, we put it out, and again, things were okay. You know, like we were having fun downloads were doing pretty good. People were kind of going, oh, that's actually a pretty good show. Wow, mm-hmm. you know, you only get one chance. Yep. So if you tell somebody to listen to your podcast oh, and it's not good, that's it. God. They're never coming back again. So we made sure the product was good. We kept plugging away. And I decided I was going to start a TikTok. Because, of course, let's do more work to make <laughs> to try to take what I'm doing and make you it bigger. You knew where people were at, though. Yeah. Had nev- I knew where people were at, had never had one. I said, I'm going to download this app. I'm going to start looking at videos and see what what is why, like what makes things cool here. Yep. And then I started one where I would pull our conversations from the podcast and put movie clips over them of what of we're talking, what talking about. about. Yeah. yeah. And sure enough, all of a sudden, a few hit like crazy. I was putting out one a day for like six months. Um, so <laughs> the Matthew McConaughey one where he breaks his ankle yeah. and then drives off. Or in, Ben Affleck. Or sorry, yeah. Ben Affleck yeah. in Days, Days and Confused. And Confused. Yeah. That, one, that's, that organically popped yeah. up on my feed. And then I followed you guys. Because I was doing one a day for like six months. And finally a few took off. That one took off. The one that really went crazy was um, we, we tried to explain that Allison from The Breakfast Club, there's a theory that she was just by herself. Right. Yes, I remember that yeah. one too. And then I, I had another one where Back to the Future was the same day as the Goonies. I remember that one too. They're, they're just fun, fun had, fan theories, dude, right? And it's so fun because like there, there's this knowledge that's so accessible to the public, yes. but I didn't hear about that no. until you guys said it. Of course. And so so some of these TikTok videos hit like 5 million, 6 million, 7 million, which then drove Stupid. crazy so followers crazy. to us. Then uh, Bert Kreischer decided that he thought we were awesome and started following us. And then he mentioned organically on his podcast, Two Bears in One Cave, one of the most popular podcasts in the world, that The Confused Breakfast, and I quote, is quite possibly one of the most amazing podcasts I've ever heard. This is not like we didn't pay him money. I've had people say that 
like that could have never happened. You paid him money. No, of course. Right, How do you pay right. Bert Kreischer money? Right, you don't. You don't. He just ran because we didn't even know it happened Man. until all of a sudden our phones were blowing up and so followers were going crazy. That's and the stuff biggest like that. thing yeah. that tells you your contents there, though. Co- correct, because if you don't make, if you don't start out right, then we could have easily gotten a TikTok video to go crazy. But then if our podcast was terrible, nothing would have happened. Yeah, nothing. Sorry, Logan's pointing at me, and I don't know what he said. Now I'm confused. Breakfast. Oh. <laughs> Can I play this? No. Oh, you got one? Oh, you got a clip from the from Confused them. Breakfast? I got them. Here, this is Bert yeah. They're called Confused Breakfast. Their podcast is possibly one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen. Confused, Confused Breakfast. Confused. And so, like... I like that idea so of, like, looking at stuff that you grew up with in show. a new light. This. Okay, there's a... There's a right. 57 Chevy. Like a 57 Chevy I used to have. That's Patrick so Swayze. 57 Chevy what? is what he drove in Dirty Dancing. Oh, really? Uh, oh. I thought that was kind of cool. So they give you like these little insights that uh, you're like, oh, it's fucking. That's like all the time. What? Yeah. So, so again, but but that is a that is to take things back to hustle. If you don't, <sighs> if you can't, everyone will get an opportunity someday. But if you're not ready and your stuff's not good, then it's a wasted opportunity. Every overnight success is a 10-year project. Yes. You know, it because yeah. it, it really does. Everybody's like, "Well, yesterday I didn't know about this person, but they've been working their yes. ass off for a decade." Yeah, and so or we, more. we've been we're up to like sixty-seven episodes of, of favorite movies that you love, dude. That yeah, after Burt Kreischer said that, we hit number one on the U.S. U.S. film TV movie charts for on, podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, it, it was crazy. In, it was insanity. We're not currently there. I like that you still say we're the number uh, one. You were at one it point. Fluctuates. So it's, it's no, yeah, no. yeah, you are. We're like six. The number you know, one. Whatever. We're waiting for that next celebrity to talk to. But us. But who's counting? <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, besides Mike Schulte. Yeah. We could have let that one slide. I know. I know. Just so you know, I do try to be as accurate with everything I say, of listener. Course. Here, I'm not trying to lie to you, but I, I yeah. yes, you guys were number one. Yeah, it was insane. It was it was crazy. Legit. It was crazy. Congrats on your freaking success, Thanks, man. man. I'm I'm so happy for you guys, and it's so well deserved. Yeah. And and there there's something that Logan and I always say when we're launching a podcast here, and it's kind of lame, but YOLO, <laughs> you only launch once. <laughs> so we want to make sure that when you do launch your podcast, the content is yeah. there, because yes, like you said, there's one chance, and then. You're- Everyone's going to get one chance at, at something in, they're doing. I usually know. You, Of course you do. We all have really good bullshit yes. detectors. Yes. You know, that's that's what comes with yeah. being human. This is bullshit. Yeah. So, I eventually also want to know how the pork tornadoes started okay. or how you got involved with the pork yeah, tornadoes. Yeah, that's a crazy story. But let's work our way back to okay. that because you said the band's 15 years old and you oh, yeah. haven't been in the, you were been in the band yeah. for 10 it was a, It was a nuts story. It was a, it was a very hustle story on how okay. I got in the pork tornadoes. Let's get there organically <laughs> then. Let's go. Let's go just a bit before now yeah. the pandemic. Oh yeah, when Mike Schulte's life was normal. Oh yeah, everything's hunky dory. You have no idea that a tidal wave called COVID is about to hit yes. our community and all other communities. You don't know about derecho coming the way. You, you don't know anything. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Where were you at in in 2018? That's 2018, 2019 is the height of my life, probably. You know, of like of like I figured it out. I think really? I think I figured life out. Yeah. You know, like I I'm I've been I had been selling real estate at that point for 10, 10 something years. Uh I it takes a while in a business like that to get things rolling and I had finally gotten to the point where I'd done enough good work with enough past clients to where my phone just rang nonstop and I didn't make cold calls. We're doing well there. The band has achieved a success that I always dreamed of as a kid. I always thought I was going to be like in a band that was going to be the next Corn or Limp Biscuit, you know. I I I, I thought awesome. for a fact I would be a rock star in a famous original band and I never got there and then all of a sudden I'm in a cover band that is selling out the Paramount Theater, selling out Colonel's Baseball Stadium, opening up Minnesota Vikings games. Opening up Minnesota Vikings home having viral videos, uh, Tennessee Whiskey in the air tonight, all these things that I know I know you're not counting, but how many views is Tennessee Whiskey at now? Uh 6.6 6 million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> right? How many what is what country has 6.6 6 million people? You know I like don't know. I, I like what's the comparison here? That's fucking yeah. incredible. It, it, yeah, so so like I'm I'm my my home life is fantastic. My wife and I are having a good time. We're traveling. I, I finally She's get awesome. a cat. Molly's the best. I love Molly. Uh, she made forced me to get a cat. 
I said, I don't want a cat. I don't my girlfriend want... did the same yeah. thing to me. And now I, he's my literal best friend in the whole world. Same. Life is good Hodor slept on my man. shoulder for eight hours last night. <laughs> it was so cute. Hodor. Hodor. My cat's name is Sergeant Meowenstein. Sergeant Meowenstein? We don't know his first name. He won't. He won't tell He's you. a very formal... Maybe someday you guys will get to the level where he'll <laughs> share that with you. But, you know, until then... You'll be on a on a yeah. last name basis. But to bring it, let's let's bring it back to hustle because I am the host now. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> thank you. No, I want to tell you. People always look at the pork tornadoes and they say the same thing you just said. They're like, "Oh, like why do they get to do that? And why did like I had a I many times? I had many times where people would say, "Well, why do the pork tornadoes get to play the Paramount Theater? Like why? As if." We were picked to play a show there. Right. Uh, and, and I don't think people understand that so much is involved in, in, in a band. I just, we, we opened up for Hairball last night. Yeah, I saw the TikTok, or I saw Ugh. the uh, Instagram stories Insane. and all that stuff. Like, yeah. insanity. Uh, but to, and pe- so many people talk crap about Hairball. Oh, it's like oh, it's just like it's not. Oh, they're not people good. People talk crap about Taylor Swift. Yeah, exactly. And it's mostly because people don't understand the amount of work that goes in to create such a seamless, flawless, easy product that looks like nothing's happening. Like yeah. oh, you, they just put them on stage and they they got a pyro guy. It's like it's bullshit. Right. If my band were up there, we'd do the same thing. The no, people you who wouldn't. say that I don't think understand what the band would actually look like with yes. no work. Yes. How bad it would actually be. Right? No, be people you don't never, like this. Wait till you see us with no work. People never see the behind the scenes stuff where where we hustled so so hard to to not to keep building up our following in the Cedar Rapids area, one of our biggest markets. To continuously never be satisfied. We there was a, a point where we played uh, the Chrome Horse when it was on Blair's Ferry. Remember that? Yes, of course. And we had we did two shows there, and it was f- like six hundred people in there lying around the corner. That many people fit? Yeah, bear, yeah. That was a big bar. You remember the one on Blair's Ferry that it I'm talking was huge. about? Yeah. And and we did two of those, and we could have. E- that was the pinnacle. I can't believe we had this many people come out and see this, and we could have just kept doing that, but we said no. Let's do the Paramount Theater. Let's do the Haunted Halloween Ball. And, dude, anybody can book the Paramount Theater. If you're listening right now and you have a band, you, too, can play the Paramount Theater. (laughs) However, you are $25,000 in the hole when you decide to announce the show. So can you sell tickets? <laughs> How do you get the word out? How do you find a local amazing podcast network that can help you share I'm sorry, did you say 25000 Or 2500 25000 I'm paraphrasing. Like, our show... Our show, at, maybe this is too much information, our show, like all the costs of renting the theater, the production, uh, the crew, everything, the advertising uh, costs us about $25,000 to put on the show. What? So, so, yeah, so how do you, anyone can do that, but how do you guarantee that well, you're working? tomorrow. How, yeah, how do you guarantee that you're working hard enough <sighs> to get people out to the show? Right, that's where the hustle comes from. Yes. Or it needs to come from. And that's where we've always, we, that band has always lived there, where we've never been satisfied about being like anyone else. Okay, so this is going completely against the show, because um, <laughs> we're going backwards in time, but what is next then? I don't know what's, I don't know what's next. Because you know, what's the next feat? Unfortunately, we all work full-time jobs, and I think we've gotten to a point where, I don't know if we can push this any further <laughs> without, Sure. because now with, with the amazingness of social media, as much as we want to talk crap about it, we have fans all over the world because of because of YouTube. Our our number one most listened to um, Spotify city is Montreal, <laughs> Canada. Yes, what? Like, there's a giant. If we were to go to Montreal, we could probably sell a thousand tickets that, in a venue. How did you do that? From from social media, from YouTube videos, from like the algorithm is just like Montreal's yeah, gonna love this I, shit. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But then again. It, they could have easily put Tennessee whiskey in front of all uh, everyone in the world, and if it wasn't a good product, then no one would care. Right. And then they wouldn't decide, I want to follow you on Facebook, and right. I want to, oh, you that's on Spotify now? I want to listen to it on Spotify. Right. Download plus. Right. Yep. So, so, you start, so we could easily go on a tour of, of North America. Now, I'm not saying we're, like, selling out arenas, but can we, should, can we get a couple hundred people in some major cities to come see us? Right. We can. But we can't exactly do that. 
we can't because leave of your life. jobs. And uh, yeah. Mason just had a kid. Jerry's got two kids. Like, you know, we're all tied into our jobs. And, yep. and, we, and we're so happy where we are. Of course. So I don't know. The next step, I think, is just bigger shows in Iowa. Continually evolving the stage show. Standing side stage at Hairball immediately said, well, I guess I need, we need pyrotechnics. <laughs> like that's the really? first thing that's happening in my head. Oh, that's cool. We need flames. We need fireworks. Like we need all that. You know, the last time I was at a pork tornado, that was what I was thinking. There's one thing this is missing, and it's yeah. fire. Yeah, it's fire inside the exactly. Paramount. Exactly. So let's jump into our time machine and okay. actually go the direction okay. we're supposed to go now. Beginning of pork teas. Yeah. Well, beginning of Mike Schulte with the pork teas. Um, that's a crazy story, man. Because I, when I I played in an original band all my life, uh, up until about 2006, I was in a local band called Brian Jones. We had the best time. We toured around the country, played like hard rock stuff. But then when the band ended, I was out of college and I said, well, I'm an adult now, so <laughs> I don't play music. <laughs> oh, is that the Former case? drummer. And my, my drums went in a closet for like two years. Oh, that's so sad. And luckily I met a an amazing person named Josh Meisner, who many people know. Yeah, I know Josh. Josh Very uh, talented. was working at uh, a corporate America job with me. And he's like, hey, man, I heard you're a drummer. It's like, who told you that? I am that I was a drummer. I am an adult now. I don't play music. <laughs> and he said, I'm starting a band. What do you think about playing with me? I said, Oh, that's pretty cool. But then he goes, It's a cover band. I said, Oh, yeah, right. Hell no. That is really? for losers and posers and like I ain't doing that. And he goes, Well, we can make like seventy five bucks a piece and have fun and play like once a month. I said, Oh, seventy five bucks, you say, huh? Well, yeah. Okay, maybe maybe a hundred. He's like, yeah, maybe if things go well. That's like oh, an Xbox game, this man. Is, this is amazing. So I said yes, like your dad would be proud, and uh, <laughs> and I started playing with Josh Meisner. We had a band called the Josh Meisner Band that started playing the Cedar Rapids bars, and I I refound a love for music through covers, which I I swore I would never do, and I found this love for it. And one day. I was trying to, I was hustling for the Josh Meisner band. I'm like, well, we got to get out of Cedar Rapids now. We got to, we got to play Cedar Falls. And so I found this bar called The Hub, live music in Cedar Falls, messaged the owner, sent a press kit, and I said, we got to play up there. We are the best. And he goes, well, I'll let you play, but you got to prove yourself because there is only one band that is the best in Cedar Falls, and they're called the Pork, the Pork Tornadoes. Tornadoes. And I'm like, that's the dun, worst dun, name. Dun. That's the worst name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and he goes, you prove yourself. Dude, you come open so for them and see how it goes. I love the name. Yeah. For the record. For the record. It's so great for, yes. for a local cover band. It, of course it is. So we go up there, and we open for this band called the Pork Tornadoes, uh, and I remember being like, wow, these guys are pretty good. Okay. Yeah, they're they're wow, they're very good. Okay. Yeah. And you know, then you become friends. You you add it on Facebook and yeah. you and I mean, you the be second nice. Mason opens up his mouth, it's like, oh, oh shit. Oh, you're pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And and at that point God. they had Dante, who was one of the best drummers in the entire world, Brent Eslin, one of the best guitar players in the entire world, and Corey Talbot, one of the best bass players. Bass they're, players. They're yeah. all on stage together. And so I became friends with them and slowly but surely I'm like, I need to I need to be in this band. How do you how does that thought come to you when they've already got a drummer? Well, this is what happened. Uh, I saw talent in them that they didn't see. They knew they were good, but they only played Cedar Falls. Like, every two weeks, they played The Hub, and that was it. They never... Well, does Mason live in Cedar, Cedar they Falls? They all lived in Cedar Falls at that point. Oh, at that point. Okay. Yes. And I said, why is this band not playing in Cedar Rapids? And so I told them, I go, hey, I could book some shows for you guys in Cedar Rapids, but... You know, you're new. The money's not going to be that great. I'll tell you what. I'll play drums for you. Want it just Mason and Corey. Brent Brent and Dante can stay home. Mason and Corey come down. We'll just do this weird trio thing. I don't even need any money because I live in town. That is brilliant. Yeah. And so then they started coming to Cedar Rapids, and I would play with them and learn the set. Uh, I have to ask. Yeah. Did, did their drummer find this kind of shady? Uh, I don't know. Dante's the best. Like, not only is he the best drummer, he's such a cool dude. I don't think so because I don't think Brent and Dante wanted to come down here. I mean, they wanted to, but there was there's no money, mm. and it's then now they're all they're taking like four cars down to Cedar Rapids and staying in a hotel to make three hundred bucks. It, right. It's not making sense, right? Right. So at, I learned their set pretty pretty damn well. I played with the Pork Tees for maybe two years just as the Cedar Rapids guy. Wow. Yeah. Starting, starting what year? Oh, geez, uh, 10. Really? 9, 10, something like okay. that. 9, okay. 10, 11. And then uh, it just so happened that Dante got picked up to play drums for a national touring blues guitarist called Hamilton Loomis. Oh, a bummer. 
And so, <laughs> so he's an opening like, now. No. So he's like, yeah, I, I got to take this. And everybody's like, yeah, you definitely do. And they're like, well, who should who should our drummer be? And I was like, hey, hey. hi, guys. Remember me? Hey, remember me? I'm not the best. <laughs> Clearly, there are better <laughs> options, but I know the set already. Uh, and and it, I can get gigs. Yeah, yes. And I can do all this social media shit. And I can do all yeah. these other things. Well, and so they didn't even know that yet. So I'm, I'm hustling my way just to get that spot. And then from that moment on, I was like, give me the Facebook login. Let me let me start taking over social media. Oh, do we need a trailer? I'll buy the trailer and store it at my house. Oh, we need a truck to tow the to tow the trailer. I'll buy a truck. Oh, oh, we oh we want to learn Ableton and have backing tracks. I'll oh. learn that and buy a computer. Oh. I, I've constantly made myself irreplaceable in this band. And there are so many drummers that could do such a better job than at me. Drumming, maybe. Okay, but team player. Nobody hustles as hard as me. Exactly. Yes, that's incredible. Yeah. God. That just naturally happened to you. It naturally happened, but yeah. is that is that is that pure luck or is that me working my ass off, Both. knowing what I want? Is it fifty fifty? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe I don't know. I don't. Know I don't know what the answer. I, and I'm I'm in nowhere in in this entire story. I know there are people going. I hate that guy so much. I'm not really? trying to. No. I'm not trying to like be conceited about things. <clears throat> you know what you're good at for one thing. I know I, what I'm good I, at, and I don't think. It's. I don't think you sound conceited, and I don't think you sound. I funny. always. Every time I do a podcast, I'm like, I sound like the biggest douchebag. <laughs> For the record, I think I'm super talented too, and I think I'm awesome and yeah. all that shit. And I think everybody needs to think that. You know, you so. you have to you have to love yourself, and you have to really think you have value, and you have to identify. You can't have yes. You can't have yes men around you that if you write a song and you and you give it to your best friend and your best friend's like, "Oh man, this is the best thing I ever heard and it's not good." Mm-hmm. You can't have that. You have to have people that go, "Mm-mm." I've surrounded yeah. myself with with my wife, my brother, my parents that I will go, "What yep. did you think about that?" and they're like, eh, "Yes is a powerful something word." Changed. But no, if used correctly, can yes. be just as strong. Correct. So before the pork tornadoes, I want to go back a little bit further in your life now. How old were you then when, so you were 30 when you joined the pork tees, if that yeah, was 10 years ago. I guess so, yeah. Or 29, like 28. Yeah. Um, uh, where, how were your 20s? What were you doing in your 20s? Uh, man, I, was, I went to the University of Iowa, had the best time of my life there. I, I learned nothing educationally. Wonderful. I got an English degree just because my academic advisor's like, you can't take any more gen eds. You've done them all. <laughs> What is your major? <laughs> Were you just like the Van Wilder? You're just I kind of was, man. I kind of was. I, I was a terrible student, uh, but I somehow hustled my way through it and just did what I had to do. To I found out that if I was an English major, that I didn't have to take tests, which I was no good at. Me that either, I just man. had to write opinion papers. Oh, you want me to read this book and then just write, tell you what I thought about it and give you an opinion on it? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. So, so I, I see, C's got degrees, man. Like I barely, C's barely get degrees, but. I was thinking about this, like if I were to have a child someday, you know, and we I don't have kids, but um, I was thinking, I'm like, would I tell my kid to go to college? Right. Everybody, man, I can't stress. I didn't go to college. No. And I don't think it's 100 percent necessary, depending on the person. Well, think everybody's of, think about, different. Think about 18 years from now. Are there are there colleges? I don't know. Right. But but I was thinking Hopefully that maybe free. not for the not maybe not for the skill of getting a degree and going to a job unless you. You have a specific path. You like be a lawyer or a doctor. Yes, but of course there are jobs that yes. require a college education. Of course, but I think I would strongly advise it for the life skills because me moving away from home—not it wasn't that far—but moving away from home, having to figure out how to live on three hundred dollars a month, and like <laughs> try navigating the pitfalls of like young adulthood, mm-hmm. figuring out like. Well, that was the worst decision I've ever made. I'm going to hopefully learn from that and never do that again. Yes. Those those are life skills that I learned that I can, I don't think can ever be replaced. Those those Priceless. 5 5 years I spent in Iowa City when it should have taken 4, but you got to you know. fail to succeed sometimes, yeah. Mike. It's yeah. okay. You oh know? yeah. And we're not here to talk about those oh, mistakes. Yeah. I want to hear about high school now. How how was that for you? Where did uh, you go to high school? I went to so I moved to actually I'll, I'll let you get to that. Uh, I went to Regis High School oh, for you 2 did? years. But then it became Xavier. It became, yes. Regis and LaSalle combined in 1999. Yeah, I was at All Saints Elementary when yes. that happened, and I remember how terrifying yeah. that was. For oh, me. yeah. I, I, I was just so scared of going to a school where it was only old kids. Because I was like, there's going to be- is weird to picture a freshman in high school as an old kid? It, it is. It is. Because, yes, they're babies now. But Little as a itty-bitty. first grader, man, yeah, an 11th, 10th 
ninth grade or whatever. Insane. It it was a big difference. I, I so it, it became Xavier, and so I graduated from Xavier. And you know, like I know that it's such a different school now, but I I did not enjoy Xavier High School the first two years of they rushed it. And maybe they admit that now, I know, but they were still like building the building in '99 when school was happening. Like yeah. there was no culture to it. It's gray walls. There was no traditions. There was no nothing. Uh, and it just like there were new teachers because old teachers couldn't come from the old school because you're taking two groups of teachers and making them one. And what? it just nothing That's felt so right weird. about Xavier. But I had some of the best friends. I had a few teachers, Miss um, Kalinsky. And Miss Norton, um, they were the English teachers that at least made me think of things that I was like, I like doing this. Thank you for teaching me. Uh, the band teacher at Xavier and Regis LaSalle back in the day, Russ McVeigh. You played percussion? Oh, of course. <laughs> he he has since passed away, but he is a major, I look back on, you don't know it at the time, but he was a major influence in my life without knowing it. He was the band teacher, and I knew I play, I liked to play drums, but I couldn't read music. I still can't read music. Really? And I wanted to be in marching band and jazz band and orchestra. So fun. And, and so I join, and he's like, here's your music. And I go, I, I can't read music, which nowadays is an immediate you're out. Sorry, you're not man. in band. Yeah. But he goes, okay. He goes, well, do, how, do you, how do you know how to play? Because he's heard me play the drum set. I said, I just, I'm by ear. And he would make cassettes of whatever we were playing, and he'd go, just listen to it. Because it was 1999, after all. Cassettes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people know what that is. But I but so, so picture picture looking at an orchestra, and everyone's playing their instrument, reading their sheet music. There's me in the back just, I think because it's all by memory, so I'm just looking around, having a good time. For, that's the thing, though, I think, for you, is you weren't necessarily doing it because I wanted to hit the drums. You're such an extrovert that you were like, I want to hang out with people. I just want to do. I want to be a creative person in in a group. I yes. want to like. I, I've learned in life that I again we talked about it earlier. I cannot do things by myself. Like yeah, I can. It sounds like you knew that at a young age. I can do things by myself, but can I do them better with other people around me? Like filling in holes. Yeah, that's a sports thing, right? Like you right. know, team effort. Team. Te There's team no sport. I in team. <laughs> There, but there is an I in meat pie, which is an, never mind. Wait a minute. Yeah. How was middle school and elementary school then? Going I back even further. I li I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Didn't know that. Yep. Uh, my dad took a new job in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, in 1996, and moved the family up here. So I oh, went. I what's went, that like? Leaving all the friends and everything. <laughs> it was it was terrible. At at the moment, it was like the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. Dude, big city of St. Louis, and I got all these friends, and like right. I'm gonna be this opportunity varsity soccer goalie at, at like some of the best soccer schools. high schools, and I'm gonna In go play college soccer, and that that's what I'm gonna do with my life, right? And uh, we move, and I went one year at St. Joe's, and then and then on to Regis, yeah. but I can look back on that moment of my life being the single most pivotal moment of uh, that has ever happened to me was really? moving to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Why? Because Everything that I've done, everything that I've done since then would never have happened. And you can be like, well, you never know. No. No, no, no. I, I completely and, agree. And maybe maybe things would have been cool in a completely different direction, but there is no way I'm playing music. No way am I really? playing music. Nope. Uh, there's no way I'm Just because of the, the mentorship and the uh, just, yeah, adults just, that were in your when, life when to I moved you? To, when I moved to Iowa, I didn't really have friends for like a year you know, like you're still trying to figure that out. So all I did was play drums. Wow. That was all oh, I did. really? That was all I did. That's so fascinating. I don't think I, okay, uh, I don't think so I would be as close with my family. I don't think I definitely wouldn't be playing music. I wouldn't be doing the music I'm doing now, which means I wouldn't be here. Which means you you can go back and go if it's butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher, man. If you <laughs> right, don't, if right. you make one mo one move in a different direction, right. It goes way it's, out. So at the time, was it like the worst thing that had ever happened to you? Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, dad, I hate you, Dad. Once high school's over, I'm moving back to St. Louis. Right. You know, and, right. And then sure enough, I'm like, well, I'll go to college, but then I'm, I'm moving to the coast. But I'm, then. And, and right, I'm well, still here, man. I'm going to start a... I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the biggest band in in Iowa, and then and then I'm, I'm moving. Then I'm moving. No, this. I I love Cedar Rapids in the surrounding areas. I love Iowa. I'm so glad I'm here. We're glad you're here too. You're I, a really as you're a huge asset to our community. I appreciate that, Absolutely. Man. Funny question for you. What What did you want to be when you when you grew up? You know, when you're a little kid, you're watching Ninja Turtles, whatever it is. What did you want to be? 
and I, think, I know it wasn't a podcaster. No, I think <laughs> I I think I wanted to. If you're talking like what, give me an give me an age, give me a number five, okay, or younger. Oh, five or younger. I think I wanted to be a soccer player. Cool. Yeah. So, so like that's what you were like Halloween every year. Oh yeah. Soccer player totally. after year. Yeah, I wanted to be a soccer like player. Like I was Batman for like seven years in a row, I think. <laughs> Still, haven't. I wanted to be a Berenstain bear. You wanted to be a yeah. Berenstain bear? Yeah, I did. What, what, is it a Berenstain or Bernstein? I don't know. That's that's a glitch in the matrix. Right. Man. When did that separation happen? When, when no Mandela knows. got out of jail? There is no record of it being Stein bears. God. Is stain. It's stain. And no one thinks that's right. And but my there's head no hurts. record. And guess what? Conveniently, all of our old books are gone. They've all been thrown away or donated right. somewhere. No one has the old ones. Right. So there's no proof anything. There's no proof. Right. Oh, man. Well, if we could actually go down a real time machine instead of just this fake one that we create on one word stories yes, going back yes. in your story. Holy shit, dude. Your life is incredible. Eh. Your story's incredible. Not eh. Yes. Wow. I did it not know you It is what you make it, though, right? And you've made it. You've made it into this great life for yourself. You, you have... A wonderful life partner. Mm-hmm. You get to do the things you love every day. Yep. You know, you are a person who has uh, made your own luck. Right. And and I and I admire that about you. But I think that's I think that's the word of the day. Is hustle is like make life what you want out of it. Thank right? you for reminding me that. I have one question for yeah. you. What advice would you have for anybody that's trying to have more hustle? You have to do it. So many times people will say, "Hey, I'm in a band." How how do how does my band do what the Pork Tornadoes do? And yeah. they're expecting how? me to be like, oh, we'll just just uh, do some sponsored ads on Facebook. Right, right. Uh, they're, they're Post expect- it to this website. They're expecting a just a one word story of <laughs> of of hey. something. And and when I tell them, literally, I can tell you do all these things, or I can just tell you hustle. There, no one wants to put that work in. Because they, everybody wants an easy way to get to where they want to be, but you can't look at it short term. You have, if you want something, set those goals and set set them small. Don't don't go. Oh, well, I want to play in front of two thousand people. Just go. I want to increase my fans at the next show by fifty people. You've How gotta, do I do? How do I do that? You've got to love the process. Yeah, it's the process, man. You got to be in love with the process. You can't just love the product. At the end of the day, you have to love yeah. the journey to get there and understand that when you do get there it's never going to be enough we're going to end on that okay there you go i had mike schulte (laughs) on logan hit the music let's get out of here man thank you so much for sharing your story i feel like i've got this is a more vulnerable side of mike schulte that people don't see and i really appreciate you were you being vulnerable and authentic with me today why would i not it means a lot i'm happy to be here February 26th. Paramount Theater. Paramount Theater. Get your tickets right Hit now. Um, if you want to get tickets, you can actually go to One Word Stories slash Captivate. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. One Word Stories dot Captivate dot FM slash Pork. That link is, is downloaded. Yeah, down don't, don't even remember it. Just scroll down. Just scroll down. It's easy. Click on that link. Go get your tickets there. They start at just $20. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. You can go have one of the best nights of your life, especially in the year 2022, man, yeah. right here in Cedar Rapids, by going and checking out the Pork Tornadoes, Iowa's number one party band. Mike yeah, Schulte, yeah. drummer of the Pork Tornadoes, local real, real tour, um, uh, freaking Con- host of the Confused, Confused Breakfast. Breakfast podcast, Cat Dad, man with beard, good guy. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying yes to this podcast, Mike. I, I appreciate you, and like I said, you are a huge asset to our community, Thank and you, we're man. lucky to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for pumping th- my tires, baby. Th- uh, dude, thank, thank your dad for bringing you here back in 1996, okay? He's probably listening. We can tell him that. Hi, Dad. My dad is your dad. Scott Schulte. Wait, what is happening? <laughs> who is who? Uh, I actually, I texted my uncle on accident when I was trying to get a hold of you early. <laughs> I said, hey, so we're good for 730. And my uncle goes, I don't know what you're talking about, Alex, but love you, buddy. Is his birthday in June? I don't know when his birthday is. Because if it is, then I, yeah. Then we're- Not only do we have the same name, but we have the same birthday month, and we both bank at Green State, so. You, yeah. You've met him. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. We're leaving. We're leaving. Subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus to support local in a way that's never been done before and get all that extra content. And guess what? Mike is not leaving yet. He's going to... Oh, I hope you're going to stick around. I'm here. For the post show. We've got a one-word stories. Yeah. we got to wait long enough for the crowd to exit the the U.S. Cellular Center powerhouse so that it's the same thing as when we arrived. Exactly. So go over there. Get that episode. And I got one more question for you. What's your word?
Mango Mustache Media.